Courtney Cronin reports that the Chicago Bears could shop both Eddie Jackson and Jalen Johnson. We're going to talk a little bit about that. Plus, Frank Clark is now officially on the market. Could the Bears take a look? But it's Friday, so this episode is mainly built around your voicemails. We're going to get into the mailbag, all that and more, right after this. You are now tuned in to Chicago Bears Central, your number one place for all Chicago Bears news and content. What's going on, Bears fans? Welcome to another episode of Chicago Bears Central, your number one spot for everything Chicago Bears related. I'm the host, Sarah Hayes, but more importantly, you guys can follow the channel at Shy Bears Central on every social media platform we happen to be on. With that being said, let's go ahead and get into the content for today. So Courtney Cronin was on the Chicago Bears podcast yesterday, and she alluded to the fact that the Bears could look to shop and see what they can get for Eddie Jackson and Jalen Johnson. Now, this is in some ways expected, right? I think for, for when you have a team that has that's been struggling like the Chicago Bears have, it, it leads to a lot of players could be shopped, right? And I think could be shopped and listening to offers is different than they're actively trying to move those guys, right? But when it comes down to it, 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 it if the Bears seek the value, right? What, what we do we always talk about with Ryan Poles? It's value, how he sees the value in players and things like that. And more so, I think with Jalen Johnson, I would say than anyone else, on the Chicago Bears roster is that when you have the young guys that you've had step up in that secondary, could make a player like that, you feel like a player like that is um, is expendable. Now, I'm not quite saying that I feel that way. I know Eddie Jackson doesn't get the high-popping stats or, or anything like a bunch of interceptions and forced turnovers and things like that, but like when it comes down to it, Jalen Johnson to me is a guy that, you know, he's he's been here, right? I think I said Eddie, I meant Jalen Johnson if I said Eddie Jackson, but I, I really look at Jalen Johnson and what he's done, what he's been here, at, in his time in Chicago, and like, there's something to say about you know keeping a guy like that, especially when you need veterans, right? Yes, you have some promising young cornerbacks in Chicago. I do not want to overlook or understate that at all how promising some of our cornerbacks are. They are right. We see what Kyler Gordon can be, and you know, yeah, he's been injured for the most part this season, and you know, we want to see what he looks like fully healthy in that slot where players are increasing. Uh, Terrell Smith and and uh, Tyreek Stevenson showing a lot to the point where the Bears considered starting those guys at one point, right? And and, and Tyreek Stevenson who's coming along in a major way for the Chicago Bears as well. And then you do have Greg Stroman uh, Jr. down there who's 27 years old. He's been around the NFL for a little while, right? So if you do feel like moving on from Jalen Johnson, maybe you, you look at Stroman in his recent play and say, hey, we can, we can still have somebody down there that can slide in, right? But Overall, do I expect either to be moved? No. I, as a trade deadline is, what, two weeks away now? I think I hear it, and I respect the reporting from Courtney, Courtney, uh, Courtney Cronin. I'm not saying at all that Courtney Cronin is, is at all flubbing anything. That's not what I mean by that at all. I just, I just mean that I have, I have questions. I have doubts. But when you have a player like Eddie Jackson who's played two games, right, and I do think that Eddie Jackson was on his way last season to a Pro Bowl season before he went down with injury then, right? We haven't really seen him much in, in, in the season yet, right? But you got to start asking yourself the question. He's 29 years old, right? He turns 30 in December. Shout out to him for being another Sag. Shout out to that. We love Sages over here. Uh, you know, I'm Sag. My birthday's December 5th. Um, but when it comes down to it, uh, you have you may have to start asking yourself those questions. Now, you know, I don't know. I I, I don't haven't really started doing heavy draft scouting or yet or anything on that. I probably won't start looking at prospects heavily until about week 10 or 11. I think at that point you have kind of an idea of around that area your 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 pick may fall. But, you know, when it comes down to it, if the Bears are listening to offers or shopping either one of these guys just to gauge their value, personally, I can't be mad at it, right? And I want to hear from you guys. When you hear that, and if you guys haven't, go check out the Chicago Bears podcast. 
Courtney Cronin, who works for ESPN 1000, she talked on there that the Bears could look to, you know, to shop either Eddie Jackson or Jalen Johnson or both of them for that matter, right? It's not an either-or scenario. Let me know what you guys think on that, right? Again, it, it was surprising in a way, but at the same time, really not when you think about the way that the Bears season has gone. If we were a, a, a team that was above 500, I don't think you would you would maybe hear that. But we know with, with Pose, if those contract talks go a certain way or he feels like that number isn't going to, they're not going to be able to overline, I can see a world in which with, with the Jalen Johnson, even though he's been really peaceful as far as of, of it focusing on his game, not really making a big deal over his contract situation, I can see Ryan Poe's looking to maybe move on from him, allow him to more so try to work out that contract with the next team. So let me know what you guys think. Again, like I said, I'm kind of torn on it. We'll end up seeing. Now, Frank Clark was officially released. We talked about this yesterday, that if the Chicago Bears should take a look at Frank Clark. Um, now, he's restructured his contract. He got out of there. He may absolutely look, want to look to join a contender. A lot of you guys also said that, you, in your opinion, you feel like Frank Clark is too old. He's over the hill. Uh, that time has passed him by. And, hey, I, I can understand that, right? But I think at the end of the day, the way I look at it is I'm not saying that the Bears should sign him for a multi-year deal. He's now released. He's a free agent. You're not giving up any assets for him. You got salary cap space that's just there, right? So if the Bears were to look at and to bring him in for the rest of this year to kind of shore up some things, I personally wouldn't be mad at it. You guys, again, can let me know what you guys think on that down below. Um, if it, But, hey, he's now officially out there. If the Bears were to take a look or be able to convince him to come to this team, like I said, I wouldn't be mad at it for a, a rest of the season thing. It's 12 games at that point in time. Like I said, I, I think sometimes when, when some fans here sign a guy, they immediately think, well, what? He's over the hill. What, what, what do we want to? Like, it's one year, right? It's one year, right? Let's worry about it. Now, if they offer him a three year contract, okay, then I, 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 absolutely. But I don't see it, him getting that at this point in the season. So at the end of the day, he's going to be signing for the rest of the season. Get, get a little bit of his money back, and they'll be able to see what that ends up being. Man, that's the way that I see it. That's how I think about it. But, hey, you guys can have a difference of opinion, and please share that down below. But it's Friday, so you know what that means. It's mailbag day. Let's go ahead and get into the voicemails for today. This first one, this one's from Barry. Hey, Bobby C-Dub, hey, it's Barry here. Fellas, it's a fucking wonderful world out there, isn't it? I see skies of blue. Jordan Love sucks too. Fellas. The Packers do not have a fucking Hall of Fame quarterback for the first time in 30 years. The weasel ain't shit. Just like your old Uncle Barry told you. The weasel ain't shit, fellas. And Packers fans, they're in fucking denial. And it's fucking beautiful, fellas. The goalposts keep moving. At first, he was, oh, the Packers are showing everybody how to do it. You sit the quarterback behind another Hall of Famer for three years. Look how it worked out. They said he was going to come in and play great. Now he's fucking stinking up the joint, and they're making excuses for it. It's fucking tremendous, fellas. I want to see that kid fucking struggle and bust. And, fellas, the other thing, with Fields turning it around, of course, everybody two weeks ago was talking about Caleb Williams this, Drake made that. Fellas, after watching Justin Fields actually go out there and say fuck it and turn it around, I got something to say about the, the prospect of drafting a quarterback. Okay, you ready for my take? Fuck Caleb Williams, fellas. We're going to get that number one pick from Carolina, and we're going to trade that shit for all the tea in China, all the gold in Fort Knox, all of the crack in Hunter Biden's apartment. I, I shouldn't have gone political, but it's a fucking good analogy. And we're going to tell, Ryan Poles is going to tell whatever team he wants. I want your three best players. I want your next four first-round draft picks, and I want your daughter's hand in marriage. Oh, and leave your fucking shoes. You're not leaving this fucking room without your shoes if you want that number one pick. And then he's going to fucking take whatever he wants, fellas. 
It's going to be fucking beautiful. So I say you build, you sell, you fucking bet the house on JF1, fellas. I'm all in on Justin. I'm not left to Justin train. I didn't have faith in the coaches. But sell the fucking farm, fellas. Just do whatever you got to do. That's all you got to do, fellas. I'm just, I'm fucking at a loss for words right now. I'm over the book. So you know what? JF1 up, they're done. Hey, Barry just went in. Like, there's there's sometimes where you get a voicemail, and there's literally just no no recourse or response for it at all. Barry just cooked uh, so many people, right? He cooked Packers fans, which they absolutely deserve it because fuck the weasel. Um, But then on top of that, like, the Caleb Williams part of it and things like that, like, people are going to – it is what it is, right? With, with this Bears team in the way that it is, they are looking forward to the draft and thinking, hey, the Bears could look to do something different uh, as they could have two very high draft picks. Now, do I think that the Bears will? I don't really share that opinion, right? Um, but, you know, at the end of the day, I, I get it where a lot of people are coming from, but you got to back up off the quarterback. You got to back up. And Packers fans got to shut the hell up, stand back, and, and just chill. Like, y'all got your own struggles. That cheese is real moldy over there. We know cheese is technically a mold, right? But nonetheless, you guys know what I mean with that. Um, yeah, we're not worried about Packers fans. We got our own concerns here. And I, ultimately, I think whatever the Chicago Bears do for the rest of the season, um, when they come into that, to that draft, they're going to really be looking for weapons. I think to shore up some of the spots that they have, depending on if we still have the same head coach or not, that's one of the questions as well. we got to start asking and looking at as well. But, you know, we'll end up seeing what that means for the Chicago Bears team as things go on. But, hey, Barry just cooked people. Barry just went in. Shout out to Barry. All right, let's get into this next one. This one's from Rory. Hey, Bobby, Steve, Steve-O, what's up, man? Hey, just calling in, man. Hey, I got a few things I want to talk to y'all about, man. Hey, this thing about these crazy deranged Bears fans stop calling for Caleb Williams. Caleb Williams, he don't want to be here. He don't want to come here. So why are we, like, calling for him? I mean, he's got some real, like, delusional haters out there hating on Fields, man. We got our quarterback in Justin Fields. You know what I'm saying? Because what I've seen from Caleb Williams, I mean, I ain't knocking the guy. He's he a good quarterback. He got good footwork, you know, good mechanics. He got a nice arm. You know what I'm saying? He could scramble, you know, good uh, pocket presence. Um, but a lot of stuff that I've seen, though, he had all day to throw the ball. His line, I'm looking at these highlights, and he got all day to throw the ball. And you have a lot of zone um, coverage that was blown. He have guys in midfield that's wide open. I see a lot of his throws was like that. So I wasn't really, like, really impressed. I'm not saying the kid's not talented. He's definitely talent, talented. But, but like I said, a lot of blown coverages on his throws that i seen on his highlights. I haven't seen him like really like tight windows. He threw, he threw, uh, threw through. So I was like, now I can see more of that. I mean, because I mean, Justin Fields is the complete package. Because now Fields has stepped up. He's delivering from the pocket. He has good pocket presence now. Uh, he's being more decisive. He's being more, you know, smart with his um, decisions. You know what I'm saying? His TDs becoming from his arm, not his legs, not rushing. You know what I'm saying? So he just added that to his arsenal as well. So, I mean, the guy is a dual threat, man. We stick with Justin Fields. You know what I'm saying? You got to ask the question, too. Who, who who developed Justin Fields? Nobody. It wasn't um, Nagy. No, Nagy supposed to have been a, 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 a quarterback guru, and he was trash. I guess he didn't do it. You know what I'm saying? So he was pretty much thrown in the fire and did it on his own. And he's improving every time, man. So we still we got our quarterback, man, and just want to see more of Justin Fields. Like I said, he got, you know, back-to-back um, games with four touchdowns. Come on, he's balling, man. And, um, hey, man, can you imagine we get uh, Marvin Harrison Jr. with D.J. Moore and Darnell Mooney? 
Oh, my God. That would be banana. You know what I'm saying? I would love to see that. And Lou Gessie, hey, man, keep doing what you're doing. You can salvage your job and save your job, Lou Gessie. If you keep playing fields to the, you know, to the strength and the way you playing them the last, you know, two games you've been calling, keep playing, keep calling plays like that for fields. You know what I'm saying? Because he's balling. You know what I'm saying? Eva Flues, you know, hey, your your job was on the line. So <laughs> they had to win that one against Washington, bro. So I'm still on, I'm, I'm still on board with getting him up out of there. We still need a better head coach. Offense. Listen, the hate on Justin Fields is it is what it is at this point. Like some some fans I've seen turn around, uh, especially with his play in the last couple of weeks. And to me, that's that's warranted. Justin Fields earns that the fact that hey, you need to put some respect on our quarterback's name because for the for all intents and purposes, he is playing better. And I think even the most you know biggest doubters of Justin Fields, you know, they got to understand that he has been playing better as a quarterback. On top of that, it hasn't just been the legs; he's been playing better. As a quarterback, absolutely, and just making the right decisions. Now, as far as the Caleb Williams portion, I've, I've said it. I'm not necessarily the biggest. I understand that he is the number one prospect, right? But to your point, he's not going to come to the Chicago Bears team in the turmoil that is currently in. He's already said it. You know, the, the player empowerment, the fact that players are getting paid now in college, he is not going to come out if the team with the number one overall pick is not the team that he wants to go or a team that he wants to go to. I'm not saying that he just has one team, but if it's a situation that he's not sure of, He's probably not going to come. You got to ask yourself, are the Chicago Bears that situation? But regardless of that, I don't necessarily, if, if Justin Fields keep up this, this level of play, right, regardless of win or lose or records, the Bears aren't going to move on from Justin Fields. I know some fans are calling for that. They hope for it. They want to see it. But I think they're going to be surely missing some things if they think that this team is going to move on from Justin Fields with uh, the way that he's currently been playing. That's my personal opinion. You guys can let me know what you guys think on all that down below as well. All right, let's get into this next voicemail. This one's from Mike. Yo, what's up, boys? Mike from Pennsylvania. <clears throat> I got a question for you guys. Um, yeah, I've been out for a while. I mean, these defeats were just pounding me. Thank you, Jesus. Justin Fields finally got a dub. I was so happy for our guy. Oh, thank you, God. Oh, my gosh. Anyway, uh, my thing is, is there any way we can improve at center. I mean, I'm still a little, met, you know, I, I was behind polls 100%. I still am. But John Michael Schmidt, oh, gosh, I wish we would have picked him up. If we solidify that center position, we're going to have a pretty decent offensive line. Anyway, that's my thought. Um, can we pick somebody up and free, uh, like a trade thingy, or is there anybody out there, or you think they're just going to ride with what we got? All right, I appreciate you guys always bringing it. You guys be cracking me up. Bobby's crazy. C-Dub, Ace, Peace, Bear Down. Can the Bears improve at center? Here's what I'll say, uh, brother. Um, I don't, off the top of my head, I don't know any, like, big-time centers out there that are available for trade or anything. So more than likely, if the Bears do improve at center, it's probably not going to come until the draft. That's my personal opinion. I've been wrong before. I'm not saying that I'm absolutely 100% correct or got this nailed or I would be a huge, uh, completely surprised if the Bears, um, you know, go go find a center out there. Because one thing with Ryan Poles, if he sees something as a big thing of, of need, he's absolutely going to go out there. If he feels that there's that opportunity to fill it, he will. But there are some solid centers coming up in this, uh, in this draft. And so the Bears, excuse me, the Bears could look to do that. And I think that's probably the most, you know, the biggest um, chance of that happening. And then on top of that, maybe in free agency, I really do think Ryan Poles is going to be kind of protective over assets. And so unless you, they're trading 
kind of nothing uh, sixth and, and seventh round picks with we already moved our seventh. I don't necessarily see the Bears going out there and getting, uh, you know, spending out a bunch of ton of assets to bring in somebody in the midseason. But I definitely agree with you. The center position is a huge position of need. Um, I think that's made evident. I think that it's made clear that they shouldn't have passed up on Smiths. But it is what it is, man. The Bears made their decision, and now we sit where we are. And we got some things that we need to improve, right? And the center position is one that I expect the Bears to definitely address early in the draft as long as that talent is there. So let me know what you guys think on that. All right, let's get into this next voicemail. This one's from Fred. What up, Hayes? Hey, what it do? This your boy, Fred, man. Hey, you know, I got to say, you know, I'm kind of proud of them bastards from getting that win. It shouldn't took all these many games for them to uh, get that win, but I guess they figured out. Hopefully they can see that success, man, move forward, though. I still, I'm still not big on the coaches, but at the end of the day, I want to see the players do their thing and show people that the Bears is not a bad team as people think it is. You know, they, they, they think they are. You know what I'm saying? I was glad to see Justin Fields turn around from the previous game and to, from the Washington game as well, too. Him and DJ Moore make that connection. But Mooney got to, you know what I'm saying, step it on up. You know what I'm saying? Because now we traded Clay, Clay Poole. That should open up opportunities more for Mooney to be that number two to take the, you know what I'm saying, the top off the defense, though. And Cole Komet as well got to be more involved as well. So hopefully the defense got their shit together. Because I ain't going to lie, at this point, I, I wasn't big on Billings because I, I seen how Billings looked like he was getting washed down by Lyman and she the last couple of games. But that motherfucker Justin Jones, he got to go because all he do is talk, talk, talk. He don't show up on the stat sheet for shit. He don't get no pressure on the quarterback. He don't stop the run or none of that. I, I'd rather for them to let, you know, Javon Dexter or, you no know, Pickens to, you know what I'm saying, start at one of them other deep tackles that, that's hungry and got that motor that want to do something. Because Justin Jones feel like he here stealing money from us, just as well as Lucas Patrick bomb ass. Because he ain't nothing but Sam up for 2.0. We never should have signed him again that money. Because he haven't done a damn thing for us. So with that being said, man, I'm I'm just like hoping that they continue to start, you know, getting this thing on the road and take the North back like they claimed they was gonna do. Because you can't see and say you're gonna take the division back if you just not putting it down on with action. You know what I'm saying? So Hopefully, you know what I'm saying, in the draft coming to the offseason, that Ryan Poles will, will, will build up our D-line and, you know, our O-line as well so Justin Fields can have some success and be that quarterback that he know he can be for this franchise instead of us going to draft another quarterback and we need to develop the one we got and ruin that quarterback as well. So I'm just looking forward to seeing what they're going to do, how they're going to turn it around, how they're going to go about it, if the Bears going to – you know, being the top ten for something at least, because I've seen the happy teams turn around and you know got their shit together as well, though. So it's it in, man. We just gonna continue to see what they gonna do, what they gonna look like against the Vikings, because I heard Jefferson might be out for that game as well too. But we are gonna see. Chicago up, bet down or nothing. Justin Jones, listen, I'm there with you. Like Justin Jones, to me, I, at this point, I'm out of. I'm out on Justin Jones. Like I'd much rather give Javon Dexter and Zach Pickens opportunities and just let them. Uh, sink or swim, right? Let them have trial by fire. And Justin Jones, who was our best defensive line, uh, interior defensive lineman last year, but that was by the nature of our defensive line absolutely was cheeks most of the season, right? All the season. So I think we're now seeing the fact that Justin Jones just ain't that guy, right? And he's not here for the future of the Chicago Bears, and he's not going to be a starter here long. Even if he finishes this season out as a starter, I highly doubt next season, you go into next season with Justin Jones, your starting defensive tackle. 
I just personally don't see it, regardless of how this scheme changes or different uh, a defensive coordinator or head coach we have. I just don't see it. Justin Jones got to go, and in my opinion. I'm almost at the point with Justin Jones that I was at with freaking uh, Musty last year. Like, I'm just, I'm over Justin. Like, nothing Justin does is good out there, pretty much. He has his flashes. Let me not be so hard on him. But overall, it's way more negative than good. And I think you got two young studs down there that are that are poised and ready to pass him up at some point real soon, real freaking soon. But let me know what you guys think on that one. All right, let's get into the last voicemail for the day. This one's from the 954. Yo, Hayes, what up, man? I was thinking, man, so I'm chilling and I'm thinking about, like, yo, we don't need somebody that's a game changer on defense, man. And I was thinking about them draft picks. I mean, granted, you know, this is with Justin Fields being the guy, but I was thinking, like, yo, we don't need – we're not going to get that 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 guy out of the draft. So, you know, we could probably use the Panthers' first pick, whatever it will be. Hopefully it's one or something, but, you know, whatever it would be, probably target one of these guys, like a Max, Max Crosby or, like, a Pat Sertan. One of these young game changers, man, game breakers. We don't need something like that on defense. So, you know, and like I said, this is this is with Justin Fields being a guy. So we're not having to draft a quarterback. But, yeah, man, we're going to need a game changer on D. And as far as those two teams, like Max Crosby and the and Pat Sertain, I feel like, you know, those teams are going to need their – they're going to be looking for their franchise quarterback. So they'll be willing to maybe give up whatever it is to secure a top one or two, maybe three pick. But, um, yeah, we could pay – Pair that with, you know, somebody like a Chase Young through free agency or something. But, yeah, it was just something on my mind, man. Let me know what you think. Peace. Love the show, man. Fuck with you. I get what you're getting at as far as with the Bears, uh, the, the picks that they have early, whether it's the Panthers pick or our pick, looking at a defensive playmaker. But here's what I'm going to say. With where the draft is currently going and where those picks are currently slated, you cannot pass on Marvin Harrison Jr. That, it to me, I get it. We have DJ Moore here. We got Darnell Mooney who's good in the slot and in the outside. But to me, if you have an opportunity and Marvin Harrison Jr. is on the board, I don't care what other teams are offering you. You take Marvin Harrison Jr., you pair him with DJ Moore, and you don't have to worry about, for the most part, your wide receiver core for probably the next five to six years, right? You got you to gotta lock in DJ Moore to extension at that point. But listen, you do not. You do not pass up on Marvin Harrison Jr., in my opinion. That's, that's just me. I know not everyone's going to agree with that. To me, you do not. Matter of fact, I would much rather see and I know if right now the Bears are slated to have the number one and number two picks, right? I don't think that's going to happen. The Carolina pick is still going to be high. But to me, if you walk away in the first round with your first two picks and you get Jared Verse and you get Marvin Harrison Jr., you're good. That's it. You're, 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 you're there. You're good. You don't have to worry about it. You've got two positions of need. you got a young edge that, that can be a playmaker. You get Marvin Harrison Jr. early in that draft with the Carolina Panthers pick or our pick, whichever one ends up being higher and you have now shored up two absolute positions of need for the Chicago Bears. Well, one absolutely of need with an edge, but you want your quarterback to have weapons, right? That's what you do to me. Um, I think that that's what the route that the Bears should go. I think that that's the perfect scenario for the Chicago Bears. If they walk away with those two players in the first round, listen, you, you, you won the first round, in my opinion. You won the first round. Then you then you look at other things, other positions. You look at maybe uh, other offensive linemen, centers, right? Things like that. Uh, maybe even a linebacker you could look at or another safety with Eddie Jackson, you know, getting older and things like that. You look at that. But to me, you look at Jared Verse, you look at Marvin Harrison Jr., you do your best to walk away with those two players in the first round of the draft, in my opinion. But you guys can let me know what you guys think. 
down below. But that's my time for today, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of Chicago Bears Central. Make sure you guys are following the show at Shy Bear Central on every social media platform we're on. You can also send us any feedback, questions, comments, concerns, chicagobearcentral at gmail.com. And then lastly, if you want to leave a text message and our voicemail, the number to do so, 773-270-2799. We are the number one spot for everything Chicago Bears related. Thanks to you guys. And like I liked in every episode on Shy Town Up, but bear down. Love you guys. Peace, y'all. This has been a presentation of the Break Break Media. Media.